Hello, everyone, and welcome back. It's the full and Rob, part of the Stay Tuned Network, brought to you by Nova Insider. Hope everyone's doing well. I know it's a crazy time, but we have some interesting special content to bring you, uh, given this these crazy times and everything that's going on right now. Um, obviously, the cancellation of the Big East and NCAA tournaments have cut this season short, but and we are now podcasting remotely. So we're giving this a roll. We'll see how it sounds, but hopefully you, you all can bear with us as we're going through it. On the phone, we have Rob Dormish, obviously my co-host, and Daniel Oshefu, actually. So welcome to the podcast, Daniel. What's going on, fellas? Thanks for having me. Thanks for joining us, Daniel. Obviously, um, we have so much to kind of go over. Um, typically, um, as our listeners know, when we do interviews with people, we love to do the full background story. I think we're going to save that for another time, if that's cool with you, and focus on the immediate and present. Yeah, that's cool, for sure. So let's just start with kind of like your experience with everything, because you were in Japan. Yeah. And I think now you said that you're in Queens. We were just talking yeah, before. Yeah, Queens now, man. So uh, like two weeks ago, I tried to not go into super, super full detail because we could be here for like five or six hours. <laughs> but like two weeks ago, two weeks and two days to be exact. The league in Japan postponed the games because uh, the week, the five days before that, stuff just started escalating uh, just very quickly. You know what I'm saying? So when the league postponed that, I was actually the only player to leave Japan as far because there's probably 100 plus imports. So I was the only one because I was just, just, I was just, to be honest, I was just scared. You know what I'm saying? Of getting right. quarantined out there by myself. And then I saw I just I just came back home. And so while I was home, I was able to work with the Villanova team. Obviously, I didn't have Corona. Thank God. Um, yeah. I mean, how, how long have you been home? Oh, uh, like three weeks now, I think. Yeah, three I'm past, weeks. And so you my so days are good. I think that's yeah, I think that's past yeah. it, at least for your time in Japan. I'm, obviously, I'm your free. time in New York. Corona free. If, I, if I didn't get Corona in Japan, I get it in New York. You know, it's just a tough year for me. Yeah. Nah, but um, <laughs> but when I got back, you know, there was obviously all these events happening and stuff, and stuff was new. New news was coming up, and it was uh, two days ago when um, it was kind of mo the most eventful day. So uh, we got. I mentioned I was working with the team and helping them out in practice and stuff. So I came up with the team to New York on Tuesday, and they had practice Wednesday morning and Thursday. And this this trip, Chris Jenkins was my roommate. Shout out to my boy Slim for making us all legends. Right. <laughs> I know that pick, that right. pick, man. You know that, that was the key to the whole thing. Got to get my boy open first. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Nah, but um, so the night the night before on Tuesday night we slept and we went to bed and we cracked the window open. And so Wednesday morning, Chris woke up and he had like just a stuffy nose and like just basically a common cold, right? Flu-like symptoms, put it like that. Jeez. And so, shit. I was his roommate at the time, right? And so, at in the morning, the, like the communication wasn't too too clear because he asked me to talk to the trainer, and then I so I I, met, I mentioned it to the manager, and the manager, one of the managers, talked to the trainer, and Chris was just asleep. So I ended up going to practice and coming back, and then when I came back, that was when, um, when I came back, that was when. Uh, the doctor, it's our trainer. So I'm like, hey, what's good, doc? Like, good to see you. 
He's like, Daniel, you need to see in your room with Chris right now. I'm like, oh my oh, god. Shit. So I'm like, all right, holy I'm shit. Like, oh shit. It's probably he's probably just trying to make sure we, we're not we don't have corona and that Chris is good and then just tell us some protocol stuff. And so he pulled up to the room, he started putting on his gloves, and then he's just like, Yo, guys, I hate to have to do this to you. Like, I hate like this is the protocol we're in. And long story short, he basically said Chris had to go home because of flu-like symptoms and go get checked by urgent care um, to uh, for flu-like symptoms. And so, I my fortunately enough for me, my my 14 days were up, but there was a lot of complicating stuff going on, and I didn't really. I mean, I don't. I'm not the type of guy to bring trouble to the team or anything that I'm a part of. So I just, so I right. just told them I'll just go my own way and just not be with the team because I was literally a part of the staff for like the last two weeks I was back so because I was working out with the team practicing with them and yeah helping, right I mean my man J-Rob get ready to, to embody this role yeah I was gonna say you putting the hurting on J-Rob yeah, 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 yeah definitely <laughs> I mean I had to go down and beat him up just so he could he could just he could just grow you know what I'm saying it's absolutely good but he did a good, he did a great job just to throw a little side side note in there. Shout out to my boy for winning that rookie of the year. You know, yeah, that's not right. Too shabby. Not at yeah, all. He had a great he's, year. He's, he's gonna be real good for us, but we could we could dive into that at some point. So when when I told the doctor that I was just gonna leave um, and not not be around the team, they sent Chris home in a car service, and then wow. I, just, I I talked to him last night, and then it, it was confirmed it's just uh, he just has the flu, and. Uh, Okay. So he's gonna be getting better in a couple of days, and then after I got to, after I left the the Ritz with the team, and now I'm by myself just doing my own thing because not a lot of people know this, and probably when this episode drops, this is when this will probably get a little bit more known. But it was I, it wasn't a big uh, people weren't a fan of me leaving Japan when I did right before the postponement, and then the time period. Right. I was um, going through conversations between myself and the team and then the league in Japan as well. And literally um, the day that the day before when Chris, when the, the doctor told us we had to go home, the next day I had a flight booked back to Japan. You know what I'm no saying? Kidding. And then literally wow. I got to my friend to MRG spot in Queens and then the NBA suspended games. And then you see the thing happen with the NCAA the next day. And then I literally had to just make the call. I, I can't get on the flight the next day. I have to, I have to just, I mean, just come, stay, stay calm right now and just watch the events as things are escalating in front of yeah. me in my own eyes. So are you able to, are you worried that they're going to take action against you mm-hmm. or like, or... yeah, you know, so I don't know if you guys yeah. saw like in the, in China, they're trying to force guys back. Uh, like, yeah, and like force them right. into they have when they come back they have to be in a two week mandatory quarantine and then get ready to go start playing games in April. So like, and they're saying if guys don't do that they're gonna issue some teams are threatening to issue a lifetime ban on the players in the in the CBA and some are even issuing wow. a ban on their agencies and their agents. You know, so and, and we have at least one alum who was over there playing basketball, Dante Cunningham, yeah, yeah. who graduated he's, he's with us. There. I don't know if. Is he still over there? Did he come back? I'm not back? sure, but I'm I'm pretty sure. Um, everybody that was over there, before, right when things got went to went to the roof out there, they the team sent them back to the to their countries, right? And so I have one of my boys I'm real close with. He plays out there. I got a couple guys I know real close who play out there. 
So he was back at home in the States and his team was trying to get him to come to Serbia, like to continue practice and stuff. But he decided not to do that. He decided just to wait till the stuff got stuff got better before he started traveling again. Kind of like, yeah. like what I decided to do when I when I came back immediately. And so literally right after when Chris got sent home and the NBA suspended games and then the biggies canceled those games, uh, the tournament games and the and then the China stuff happened like about how they're trying to pressure guys home because at this time teams are now calling their players and their agents saying hey we booked flights for you from new york like on sunday you're gonna have to come for a quarantine two-week quarantine and then get ready to practice and play the game right so there's definitely there's definitely a lot of stuff going on like one of my friends plays in the euro league and despite the euro league and fiva canceling suspending games the russian league is still trying to make guys play. You know what I mean? They, he was in practice this morning, and there's, there's, the players in the Russian league are having conversations on how, how they're going to com- combat that, you know? So there, there's, there's yeah. going to be some leagues that, uh, unless FIBA itself sets a, sets a general guideline and that teams and leagues have to follow, there's definitely going to be some kickback for guys that aren't comfortable just being overseas not being able to do do anything. I mean, I, I know yeah. a couple of Villanova guys that are stuck in Europe. They can't come yeah, home. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. D- Dylan Ennis, I think, is still yeah, over Dylan there. Dylan Ennis is over there. Jay Vaughn's over there. Darren's over there. Muftal Yaru's over there. It's a, it's a whole bunch Jeez. of guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally yeah, right. in Europe that are stuck and can't come. They literally can't come back for a month. Like, And isn't – I think Scotty Reynolds is in Israel Scotty or Reynolds something. I forget. Like, it's a bunch of guys playing over yeah. there. Reggie Redding is out there in Europe. Yeah, right, right. Yep. You know, Taj Bell. It's, you know mm-hmm. it's a lot of guys. Lot yeah, of guys. and it's it's a scary time. I mean, it's it's, it's there's so much going on. News keeps breaking, news keeps dropping yeah. because you know, because everyone's trying to catch up and react. And unfortunately, it's kind of like what they say about technology: the moment you buy a TV, it's out of date. Mm-hmm. It's like the moment you take a action to try and combat this, it's 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 too late. It's already out of date. Exactly. It's kind of crazy. Like the day the NCAA tournament banned all fans, it was like, oh my God, they did that. Right. Later that night, NBA can't postpone the season. The next day, you know, the conferences cancel and then right. the NCAA tournament canceled all in like 16 to 18 hours' yeah. time. It was wild, wild but like, turn of events. But my thing, the biggest thing with me, with me for like my frustrations in this time period professionally is if, if people could see the cream of the crop in the NBA and the NCAA, just the NCAA literally just they people are saying they jumped the gun. They canceled the rest of the season. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The NBA's postponed it at least for mm-hmm. at least a month or whatever how many weeks it is. Like and then FIBA itself as well, after the NBA did that, postponed games. But Notice how in the NBA, like their their teams, they're not like none of their teams are allowed to just do whatever they want. Like all teams aren't allowed to practice. Players aren't allowed to come together. They've suggested uh ten like a ten day self quarantine period. But in FIBA, they allow all the domestic leagues to do, to do what they want. So like wow. for instance, so like Dylan in Spain, his his team has said that they should just self quarantine. There's no team activities for a certain amount of time, et cetera, et cetera. Jay Vaughn is in uh, Finland, and his team has just – their league has just canceled the season. Darren is in Russia, and their league, the the VTB, the Russian league, said that they're going to continue playing games. I think they have games scheduled for tomorrow, but their players are, are talking right now. I guess their player association is trying to figure out 
how that isn't going to go because that's one of the top leagues and they have a lot of top players. So by default, it makes sense for them to follow what FIBA and the EuroLeague does, just like everybody else should. But the fact that smaller countries in these leagues, that there's, I mean, financially, they, they missing these games and ticket sales is going to hurt. I mean, it's going to hurt. It's like it's hurting yeah. everybody else. But they just don't want to accept the fact that they have to follow what the cream of the crop have done. You know what I'm saying? You have to yeah, right. take the take these I'm, guys that are, aren't from your country and take their life seriously. Because if one of them gets corona or if one of them wants to get tested and can't, and then now he can't come home, it's a bigger lawsuit on your table as opposed to you guys just saying, look, we're going to send these guys home and just wait and see what the NBA does. Go ahead, Rob. Yeah, no, so that's it's super interesting. It's a crazy situation. I'm curious, I'm curious, Daniel, like how – how you actually found out about the news when you were over in Japan, like how that was delivered, yeah. kind of what your reaction to it was. I mean, obviously, like you said, like you were like one of the first people like, yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm out of yeah. here. So like walk up, walk us through that. What was that like? So man. So like, it was literally, it's crazy because like the day when, when news, when stuff started really, when I started really locking into the news and like seeing, yeah. so like two or three days before that, people like just friends and family was just contacting me like yo is everything cool with japan blase blase blah like are you good out there and i'm like yeah i'm cool everything's fine it's not a big deal out here you know everything's pretty pretty i mean everybody everybody everybody, because japan is a pretty high is a pretty clean country yeah for sure so everybody was pretty safe was moved everybody wearing the mask as usual just hand sanitizer everywhere and then so it was literally like i won't go down through the days in detail yeah, here yeah. but when if when we linked up i could tell you break it down for you guys in detail because story's a little a little graphic but so like literally five days four days in a row there was stuff that just kept adding up news that just kept coming out and situations that just kept handle, coming out and then also over there is very hard with communication because a lot of stuff gets lost in translation and a lot of times you're communicating to a translator who's then communi- translating wow. to somebody else. So a lot of times the translator is understanding, trying to understand what you're saying and then take your understanding and express that to their boss as opposed to just literally translating what I'm trying to say. So, Which, which is crazy when you think about talking about medical terminology exactly, and all that stuff, right. which is hard enough to understand yeah. when you're all speaking English. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So information was coming out and then it was also being delayed and then in them four days when i when i decided to lock in and just, just see what's happening and start educating myself i was just if something happened one day and then the next day something else happened and then the third day something else happened and then the fourth day when we're expecting a decision from the league i'm already i already have a plan in place just in case i mean anything happens so i have a plan for all type of scenarios and they postponed the league and so my plan for the postponement of the league was to come back home and wait it out. And that's exactly yeah. what I did. I booked my ticket and the next I informed the team and my uh, the coach, the GM and my agent that I was leaving. Mm-hmm. Everybody was on the, all, all on the same page and I went home. But, you know, I mean, obviously in the time period, the narrative changed and I am where I am here now trying to make sure I end my my first year overseas in Japan on a great note where nobody yeah. sabotaged my name and put my career in jeopardy because uh, right. it's really we're really we're really talking about a, a pandemic right here. Yeah. It's not like I just caught the common cold or the flu and I'm not comfortable because 
I don't really understand what the Japanese doctor is saying. I'm not asking to go back yep. for a second opinion because of the flu. Like, I'm literally not trying to go back and be alone away from my family when I just got to them from getting away from a quarantine. Because the day I left, I literally got on my flight. Two hours later in the flight, one of my teammates, the Japanese guy, he texted us, and the translation was basically, yo, you guys have basically what's going on now? You guys have to rush the stores. They're clearing out all the supplies, wow. toilet paper, sanitizer, blah, 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 blah. And I was literally on my flight. And then four hours before I land, they cancel all school in Japan until April 1st. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then also, like, the, wow. the day that we decided to postpone the uh, our, our league for, I guess, a, it's till, the date was this weekend, actually. The soccer and baseball, which are bigger leagues in Japan, they're more popular sports, they postponed their leagues. They pushed their start back, their start time back to April. So, like, it, I mean, I, no disrespect to the Japanese basketball, I mean, their league and their, their, their leaders, but you can't just be telling me that there's something different with the basketball league than everybody yeah. else, even stuff, people in the country, you know? Yeah. And so that right now, yeah. like, this moment today where I am and the team knows it, I'm not comfortable going back to Japan right now today. You know what I'm saying? Hey man, look, I think the thing that this is all teaching everybody real quick is that there is a lot more to life than, than, than sports. Obviously it's your livelihood. Although my understanding is that you were, you know, a grade A student at Villanova. So I'm sure you'll be fine no matter what, but you know, it is your livelihood, but there's a lot more to life. And staying healthy is, is the most clear and important yeah, thing to do. Sure. And before, like, the, so the first, like, two, the first, these last two weeks, I, I only have myself to back up on that. You know, it's my life. It's my livelihood. You know what I mean? Health is wealth. You have to take life seriously. And it's bigger than basketball. But now, like, I have, I'm seeing guys like Magic Johnson coming and saying the same things. Giannis, seeing all these leaders in, our, in, our, in sports and industry saying the same stuff that I was telling myself two weeks ago. But then to put myself in a situation where I might be jeopardizing that that whole that whole persona by going back to Japan just to play basketball, yeah. I mean, it's bigger than basketball. Yeah, it is. What's, yeah. What's been um? What's been kind of your? What was your reaction like when you landed back in the U.S.? Because obviously, the U.S. Wow. has been like a few kind of a few weeks behind yeah. this. Like I'm curious, like how you were thinking about and that. That's crazy too that you that you asked that question because. I was like, I, w I was, so when I came, when I was leaving and booking my flight, I wasn't trying, I was looking for the first direct flight back to the States and only, and I only had LA. That was the only option that would get me back the next day directly. And so I hopped on that flight immediately and I have business in LA, so it was cool. So I could go check on some things, but I got to LA and like, they said, they I've already knew coming in that LA at the time had the most cases. And then, so I was expecting in. LAX that they will be scanning everybody making sure at least if not everybody and at least people from Japan China so but they weren't letting people in from China but people from Japan like they didn't we they we didn't just by default get scanned for a fever or make sure like a corona test or nothing like I literally had to ask to get to make sure that I'm good I was like, wow. I was like yo I'm Dude. I'm coming from Japan yeah. and I'm I have no idea so can I just make sure so yeah, you're if, you're you're literally flagging it to the the officials. Yeah, and stuff yeah. Like that. And yeah. I'm like, we like my whole flight just came from Japan, and they literally before we got on, they didn't let two people from China that had been in China for the last in the last two weeks get on the flight. 
So I, I told the airport, I'm like, I'm just be honest. Like, I need to get checked as I walk out this airport because I'm not going to yeah. be able to just live my life with with, with the calm mental mindset. You know what I mean? So I yeah. got checked and then I left the airport. But everything in LAX, from from my flight, everybody just walked out the airport, right? And so, right. Just like, we're good. Yeah, so like I, I, I was like, man, look, I just left Japan. It's about to bubbly up there. And they're saying it might get bubbly in L.A., I'm about to get out of here, so I move. Yeah. I get right. I go right to New York, and then MRG. He's doing a video shoot, so I I stop by for him real quick, and then I move, go right to Pennsylvania, and then I'm with the team, pretty much the whole time, like on the road, and then at games here, uh, just uh practicing, and I mean, because with the team, we're really secluded all the time. So as far as like being being clean, we're I know I know for a fact. If anything, I'm with the I'm with the Villanova team, and no public, nobody in the public is coming near us at all. Right. You know. So so that so that's super interesting. I'm, I'm kind of curious about that too. Like how how the team was like the team routine was already being impacted, or it was pretty normal. And yeah. then you know, kind of how did that change? Yeah. So before like before I even before I even got to so so when I so what was it the day I left. Or the day before I left, one of the two days, I texted the coach and just let him know what's going on with my situation and that I wanted to come help the team out. And then I, I let him know I let him know that I would also make sure Corona is not in my system type stuff, right? Yeah. And so yeah. I did that and he said everything was gonna be cool. So and then at the time period too, Japan wasn't like as far as being on a the I, I guess the it was just level one compared to China at the time was level five. And then now I think Japan is like level two or three. You know what I'm saying? So there wasn't any real protocol that they were supposed to follow. But if like, if I came in yesterday and it was two weeks ago, then I would have had to cross. I would have had to been in a two week quarantine. I I wouldn't have basically, I wouldn't have been able to do what I did with the team, like help them practice. Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel like you're going through a little bit of like deja vu? Yeah, bro. It's really crazy because literally every flight I've taken since I left is LA. It was bubbly. I left there and then I was in Pennsylvania for a bit and then I was in DC. It was starting, you know what I mean? It started generating buzz there and I came to New York and it's about to hit the roof here and I'm literally about to dip from New York uh, later today. I'm like, man, look, I'm not, I ain't ain't leave Japan to come get myself in the lockdown in America. If anything, I'll be at my mom's place in Delaware. Right. Yeah, I was reading the other day that Delaware was one of the few states that didn't have anybody yeah, yet. Yeah. Just locking locking it down for the whole for the whole yeah. East Coast over here. Yeah, my parents moved to a remote spot out there too, so I'm going to be in the basement. <laughs> we're we're, we're going to follow you if things get bad. So, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're renting our room soon. <laughs> oh my god. Um so so, so uh, obviously like look, I was I'm curious to kind of get your take mm-hmm. on on what it would like everyone's been saying and and it's ob- it comes across obvious fans are upset you know they wanted to see march madness obviously i right. think people get broadly that it had to be done like these actions had to be taken yeah. um but it doesn't change the fact that for a lot of players now granted Sadiq bay aside you know, Villanova players are all like, are all luckily, you know, juniors and younger. So they'll have that extra year, but for so many people, their college career, like Miles Powell is a great example. um, Just, just literally ended just like that. Mm -hmm. And one thing that I was thinking about, Rob and I were thinking about as we were getting on the call, as we were getting on this call is like, 
is like what would have happened and what would be your memory of Villanova if like literally go back four years and 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 your college career got shut cut short and like how much different that would be um and i I think that just struck me as like a a, like a oh shit moment like yeah you everyone wants to everyone feels bad for the players everyone's you know sad about you know all this having to be canceled but like when you put it i felt when i just thought about that and put it in those terms rob and i both said oh fuck and i just kind of wanted to get your thoughts on that Man, that's actually a very good question, you know. And um, I think right now, I would probably, my definitely my my school pride would definitely be less, obviously because I wouldn't be, have been able to win, win the national championship. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think yeah, that would actually change a lot, to be honest, because the national championship created the bond between myself and Villanova and then all of us really in Villanova. Um, like they really like kind of locks us in for life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, I joke around just recently when I got back, I joke around like about guys who will be able to like do what myself and Chris were doing, like be so invested in the team, like just coming out for two weeks and coming to practice with the team and traveling with the team, et cetera, et cetera. And I, I was joking. I was calling it the legends list. I was like, the legends list isn't that. I mean, it's very, it's, a, it's not a, it's not a lot of players on that list. And I think the, the players on the 2016, 2018 team, we have a certain connection as far as how the 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 connect that championship connection is just different when you when you're yeah. locked in with a championship. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, I mean, because because. And it's funny that you say that because we were just, we actually spoke with Chuck Everson a couple of weeks ago and we're going to be releasing that podcast soon. Mm. And we asked him about the run and he literally, all he talked about was just his relationships with the people on the team. Yeah. And, and, and it was really just like that, that three, I guess four weeks, if you include the big East tournament, yeah. it's like, it's like, you know, you don't really see it, but like that everyone's secluded kind of, it's like, it's almost like, feels like you're like, you know, it almost like describes like you're in a bunker with these guys. Yeah, and it's sure. like, and it's just like, you're just around them for that amount of time. That's, 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 that's interesting. And it's a cool um, perspective to have. Yeah, definitely. I feel like that would definitely, that would definitely be the, the school pride would probably be the biggest thing that takes a hit. Cause they, I mean, I'm, people know me. I mean, I'm pretty, I mean, I'm not, I don't hide my Villanova pride at all. You know what I mean? But if we if I didn't have that national championship, then I'd probably just feel like I was just another Villanova basketball player. I'm another good player that went to a great program. Right. But yeah, I mean, I feel I mean myself, I feel like I'm the best big that went to the program. And uh, to, well, be able to, right. to be able to think that is a blessing. Yeah. And it's because of the championship. Does uh is Easy Ed get 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 you know go back you go back and forth with him on that? No, nah, we don't go back and forth. I think between myself, Easy Ed, and Omari, I feel like there's a mutual understanding that without us being those bigs in our in the, um, for those teams, it's I mean we don't even get there. So right, we're if we want to call all of us one A, one B, one C, go ahead. But in my head, <laughs> we're all number one, and I'm number one. And if they if they're ahead, I expect them to be number one as well. Yeah. That's cool. And, you know, I think kind of coming back on topic to what's going on now, it's just, you know, it's, it kind of reinforces the, the, the fact that, you know, a lot of these players aren't going to get that opportunity. Have you been in touch, by the way, with, with the guys on the team since all the cancellations? Have you heard any noise from the program on that? 
Oh no, nah, because you know it was a. I saw a Coach and J Rob yesterday when um they were leaving for the ceremony for J Rob, and so the stuff happened. I texted Coach this morning, um, and then he just I don't I don't know what they're doing. You know what I'm saying? I think yeah. school is canceled or they they have they have online classes online. I think they're doing online. Yeah. And then I just saw that the university canceled all spring and winter uh, athletics for the rest of the year. So yeah, it's. Freaking crazy. I mean, this, is, this is a new time period. So these they're gonna Villanova just the basketball program obviously gonna figure out their plan and execute it. Cool. I feel like I don't know, Chris, I feel like we probably covered like a lot of the topics. I mean, Daniel, anything else like we didn't hit on about you know what's going on that you want to talk about? Think, I'm trying to trying to see if there's any highlight clip that I've left out. Uh while you're thinking, uh, I got a recommendation for our listeners. Everyone's talking about how long you should wash your hands. Everyone should yeah. wash their hands and, and clean their surfaces the way you polished up that court nice. Uh, hey. You set that pick. Real talk. Yeah. <laughs> and then hum beat is, Villanova while you do it, too. That's right. I like it. I haven't seen that one. That's yeah. good. That's good. Chris, that was a, that was a terrible joke, by the way. That was uh, just poorly. No, nah, too bad. <laughs> it's true. Oh my god. No, I can't I can't yeah. think of anything. I'm sure I'm sure on and on the later episode have a little more a little more detail for you guys as far as how things broke down on a day-to-day basis. Yeah, no, and look, I think that that's perfect. I think right now this is like exactly what a lot of people are kind of looking for, get some perspective and 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 we really appreciate you you coming on with us and sharing that point of view. Obviously, 100%. the take coming from Asia and then and then and then being here around the guys right before things got yeah. shut down is 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 real fascinating right. and, and and appreciate you making the time with us um to 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 come on um no nah, 100% appreciate you guys having me i think that the audible to switch it to switch the topic of the of the episode was great for me and the time it was great because i because i just woke up and i saw uh, Zach August, and I saw how he was tweeting about because in Turkey they're making him play games and stuff still. Yeah. And I saw Jeez. how he was really going off on, I mean, in Turkey about what's going on. I mean, and I know it for a fact that Turkey that they do some that some some organizations can get, I mean, to do some some sketchy stuff to players. So for him to be able to be speaking out so vocally, I mean, on social media and getting some attention about, it, I was like. And so many guys are going through some crazy stuff. Nobody knows about. I mean, the hundred plus American that players playing in the Japanese league that are stuck, that are scared. I mean, they're trying to get out. They're scared. Yeah. You know I mean, so this, I saw this as an opportunity for me to voice that and just, you know I mean, yeah. just open up the because the NBA. They, I mean, you follow suit. You know I mean, they, everybody, everybody's following suit, and their lead. Adam Silver's leading them, but yeah. overseas, there's there's so many players overseas that are literally stuck. Man. I mean, in, in a situation like God, think about Americans in Italy right now, pl- basketball players that were alone, that were alone, yeah, twenty one alone in Italy in this in the middle of like this, not cool. You don't even speak the language. Yeah, so that's, this was. This, I appreciate you guys giving me opportunity to just put this out there because it's it's a crazy time period. Like, people's careers and their reputations are definitely going are in jeopardy because they have to pick their health over their job, and it's crazy that. Is some of the stuff is getting to such extremes. Yeah. 
Absolutely. No, we're, we're happy to, happy to do it and really happy to have you on. It's, it's an awesome perspective that you have. And, you know, I'm sure, you know, all of our listeners and the broader Villanova community is, you know, really curious about what you've gone through and what some of the other guys have gone through. Um, Cause it is, it is obviously such an extraordinary time. Yeah, definitely. Appreciate your boys, man. Yeah. Next, the next episode would definitely be a little more, a little more interesting. Oh yeah, a- absolutely. Sure. And we have some fun ideas that we want to run by you. So, so, Sounds good. so Sounds to good. all the people listening, like once everything boils down and we're able to get with Daniel uh, in person, We'll, uh, we'll, we'll, it'll be a fun, fun, interesting episode. So, yes, sir. All right. Awesome. Well, All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, that's going to be it from Rob and I. We'll, we will be in touch via social media. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the full 40. Um, and, and we will be in touch about programming coming up. Obviously, uh, Big interruption to programming, although I think most would agree that it's not really all that important with what's going on right now. So um, thanks again for listening. And as always, let's go Nova. Nova.